Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour Podcast, brought to you by Boss Project. This episode of the Strategy Hour Podcast is sponsored by Gusto. They're making payroll benefits and HR refreshingly easy for the modern small business. You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, excellent benefits, and exceptional service to take care of your team. Gusto is offering a totally free three-month trial just for Strategy Hour listeners. Sign up today for this exclusive limited-time deal. Just go to gusto.com slash strategy and unlock three months free once you run your first payroll. Yep, that's three months free at gusto.com slash strategy. How does it feel, Emily? We're like back in action from taking over a month off of work. It feels weird. (laughs) And my whole house got hit with the crud the very first day we were supposed to start back at work. Well, you know, life happens. That <laughs> wouldn't be a normal, you know, January unless someone was sick. Mm. Yeah, it definitely. So as a reminder, we took off the entire month of December for the second year in a row. And truly, we actually took off off. So even last December for 2017, we took off, but we, I think we're still like had a couple of meetings between the two of us. And like, I think we even maybe recorded a couple podcast episodes for our own, like our own episodes because we prepped poorly on how we could best get ahead. And so for this year, for 2018, when we were prepping, we started prepping way in advance to get ahead of on our episodes. And I think we had two work things in December. Yeah, if that. I know we had two well, interviews. Did we have anything else? I, so I feel like we have four things. So then we had, we had two interviews. We had a meeting with Parker, a meeting with Megan. Mm-hmm. And then we actually did have one session. Well, we had one session planned with our members, but then we were surprised closing on our house. And so that got rescheduled. So we had four things. Yeah. So what what do we mean by those four things? Because you're probably like, who are these people? I don't even know what you're talking Mm -hmm. about. So December, we had planned to totally take off minus a couple obligations that we just could not get out of. But on the day-to-day, like... We were not working. No. We did end up hiring during this time period. And so Mm -hmm. we did have two interviews. We were potentially having three, but we only ended up having two. And we had our team kind of help support us during that hiring process. We also met with our CFO and our bookkeeper just to kind of wrap the year up. And... We did have like our monthly kind of like coaching sessions that we always have in our paid communities. But ultimately, the everyday was like a big giant breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. I don't know how you made your life so busy. You were so well, busy. 
So what was annoying is the first three weeks of December, I was bored out of my mind. I was catching up on murder shows and I was packing a little bit, but we weren't closing until December 21st. If we had been able to close before then, I could have spaced out the crazy, but like you like you can only change it so much. I already got it moved up a week. It was originally set for December 28th and I was like, nah. So for three weeks, I kind of was just like, well, I'm going to pack a little bit and watch TV and read and pack some more. So to catch the people up, you moved houses mm-hmm. four days before Christmas. Yes, I did. Yep. Why? So then once <laughs> once the 21st came, it was go time. And so from the 21st to literally the 7th of January, I did not stop moving. And that's now why I have a cold. Well, I'm good. I am totally good. In fact, I think I've done a much better job of taking care of myself since I took the time off. The first part of the month, I couldn't even tell you what I did. I just relaxed. <laughs> I got extremely good at accomplishing very little during the day. I don't know if that's Mm -hmm. a good or a bad thing. (laughs) I didn't watch hardly any TV. So literally, I do not know what I did other than, you know, sleep in and listen to some podcasts. I listened to a lot of Stephen Cabral. He's my favorite functional medicine doctor. He has lots of interesting things to say. Last year, I spent a lot of time, as in 2017, December, I spent a lot of time working on my other business. Mm -hmm. And this time I was, you know, as much as I want to support that community, I not that I didn't take care of them, but I just didn't work. Like Mm -hmm. I wasn't prospecting. I was just enjoying myself. And if anything, I probably went to more parties than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We threw some parties, we moved in, we got settled and it was really, it was kind of hard for me to come back this week. So when you're listening to this, we are now well into working again, but at the time of this recording, we're on day three of working and day two was kind of shot because my daughter had to stay home yesterday. I worked whether you did or not. You Right. <laughs> I got very little done because of that. And even Tuesday, it was kind of like, it was kind of hard for me to grasp the desire to like do this kind of stuff. But as of today, when I sat down and like Penny's at the sitter again, we're wrapping up some contract work in our basement. Today was going to be the first day that I had the house to myself, but that's going to be tomorrow. I was legitimately very, very excited to like sit down and start recording again. We had a lot of episodes to catch up on and like just get back into a routine. I think more than anything for me, having people in my house disrupts my routine like so, so much. And it disrupts my desire to like want to be productive. And so having Penny here or having contractors here, we had family in and out. We had people staying with us for a really long time, kind of just throws me off. And I just want to like get breakfast and watch HGTV and hang out with people and chill and not like actually be diligent. But I'm back to that now. Well, I don't know about you, but I've been more diligent than ever. Like I've been taking such good care of myself and, you know, really planning out what we're eating as a family. My husband 
like, I don't know what got into him, but he was like, I'm ready. Like, I am ready to work on this with you. And so often I feel like on like health or what on health. So often I feel like we've, you know, at various times have been like, I'm ready to work on losing weight and getting healthy. And the other person isn't on board. And so, and even with the best efforts put forth, it's just so hard when the other person's like snacking and eating inappropriately and just not taking care of themselves. And so he was like, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to like jump in full force. And I was like, okay, dude, like let's do this. And so we laid out a plan. We actually did a cleanse together. We did a four day liver cleanse and reset. And I am team no cleanse just for anyone listening. Who's rolling your eyes. I'm with you. So go for it. You know, 10 days into the month, and I've already lost 15 pounds and like 17-something inches on my body. So, And I've worked out four days in a row. That's insane. I've worked out zero days in a row. (laughs) And I don't weigh myself. So I've definitely gained weight this month. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I don't know. I I think what helped for me was... With the lack of routine, I needed to create like a very strict routine. And so yeah. not that it's been like I've eaten nothing by no means. I eat a lot. I just have gone through like six bags of lettuce in the last two weeks. So it's a lot I have, of vegetables. I have some spinach wilting in my crisper right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like so for the first three weeks when I was kind of pedaling around, I definitely felt like I was wasting my time where I could have been doing more to take advantage of it, but it was also cold. And I knew how crazy, insane, busy the last of the month would be. So I was like kind of hibernating my energy, I feel Mm -hmm. like. And if I had control over the entire situation, I definitely would have closed a lot earlier in the month in order to give myself those weeks to like slowly get into the house. But because it was the holidays and because we were having people in town and we were going to have parties and then it was Penny's birthday, I felt like more than anything that I really wanted to set up our house, which so a lot of people have commented that they cannot believe there are stuff already hanging on my walls and like, I'm not surprised. Already put together. You're not surprised. First of all, so let me let me use this stage to clarify why it is like (laughs) that. Mostly because I'm neurotic, like a a ten thousand percent, and my mom is even more neurotic than me. And it is fun for us to like hang shit on the wall and make a space feel homey. Part of that is because we were having parties and people over and I wanted it to feel like welcoming and good. And I always wanted, I have always dreamed of being the house that people just come to and there's always food and drinks and places to sleep and hang out and do whatever. And so I wanted people to feel that when they came over. But also, this is the biggest reason why it is that way. As a kid, I moved around a bunch, like so, so, so much. I don't know if any of you are familiar with what's called show homes, but basically really, really rich people, when they go buy another mansion and their first mansion needs to still sell, it sells better if it's staged and there's furniture in it. So they pay people, poor people, (laughs) to live in their house for like really, really, really cheap rent. And they literally, like they actually pay them. 
and the people who move in use their own furniture and they stage the house and they live in it and they clean it and it has to be show ready every second of the day. But when you move in to a new mansion as the renter, you have 24 hours to get it show ready. 24 hours because they don't want to lose like any time to show the house. So my mom, when we were like moving around a lot and like trying to get settled in life, instead of living in an apartment, we would live in mansions. (laughs) And so sometimes we would live in one for a couple of months. I think the shortest was like three days and we would pack everything up and unpack everything within 24 hours and have the house all set up and ready for it to show so it could sell. So I'm used to that. Like that is my normal and it's what we're really good at. So not everyone has that skill. (laughs) No, I also think in general, you didn't fully unpack your last house. No, I didn't. No, 100%. We had so many boxes from the basement and storage where I was like, oh, this has been boxed up for two years. Yeah. And I was boxing it and I was like, I feel like I put this in the box when you moved from Tulsa. Yes, Yes, you probably did. (laughs) Yep. But now this house has so much space for things to like linger a little bit longer where we can really figure out, you know, where we want things and what we need and all of that. So anyways, getting back to work for me was weird. So how, (laughs) how are you wanting to transition back into work and like because of your break is there anything about work that you want to change oh that's a good question okay well one of the things that i think i didn't necessarily want to change but i think is gonna have to change so at our old house we were seven minutes away from penny's sitter At this house, we're close to 20 minutes away if there's traffic. Sometimes I can do it in 15, but it's a good 40-minute round trip because I drive there, take her inside, chat with the sitter for a little bit, and then drive back. That is really hard for me. Previously, I've been able to do it in like 20 minutes round trip, take her, come back, chat, linger, everything. And so I could leave like whenever I wanted knowing I would be back in like 15 minutes. So now it's a much bigger like time commitment and Penny is sleeping in a lot because she's sick right now. And so like today, for instance, I did not get back to the house until 920. And we usually like we have started in the past at like 9 or 845. And so I think like even getting here, I thought we had a 10 a.m. appointment today, which ended up being a scheduling conflict. But walking in the door at 920, I felt really rushed. Like I still hadn't had coffee. I hadn't changed into like real clothes and like brushed my hair because I'm used to just running Penny up to the sitter and then coming back. So I think that's going to take an adjustment and then going to pick her up will take an adjustment because she's supposed to be picked up by 4.30. But where we live is surrounded by schools. And so I'm having to leave at a really weird window to beat or miss the school traffic. And so I think that will take some time for me to figure out what is the optimal time for me to leave, to drop her off, and then to go get her so I cannot like, quote, waste as little time as possible working. I don't know. I feel like it's been good for me (laughs) this year. For sure. I'm sure. I've been able to actually like make breakfast, work out. Yeah. So our new start time might literally be 10. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think that's going to have to take a couple of weeks for me to kind of adjust to see what feels for right. For sure. What about things that you'd want to be different? I don't know. I haven't 
I haven't really sat and thought about that. I definitely missed recording. Like I missed having these types of conversations. So like, I'm very excited to get back into that. I know we've mentioned a lot, like this is still one of our favorite things to do for our business. And I'm glad that that is true for me. (laughs) Again, I for sure missed it. I think I, I miss some of the like spontaneous lives and conversations that we've done in our communities before. So trying to kind of integrate more like spontaneity in our business, I think could be really helpful. I don't know what that looks like yet. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are all about small business owners getting paid, and we know that some of you listening still get stressed out when it comes time to crunch the numbers, run the reports, and treat yourself. Want to know why you should make the switch to Gusto? With one login, you can manage payroll, employees, benefits, and HR in one place. Plus, all your employee info and deductions stay synced and up to date, which helps eliminate many of the common errors you're bound to make. Gusto also saves you time. 72% of customers spend less than five minutes on running payroll. Gusto automatically, yes, I said automatically, files and pays your payroll taxes, compiles and sends your W-2s and 1099s and submits new hire forms. Set it and forget it. Plus, they got big-time benefits for small businesses. Gusto offers tailor-made options for your business, such as health insurance, 401k plans, and more. Don't believe it? Just Google them. People love Gusto. How often do you actually love your payroll provider? Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com slash strategy. Here's the deal. Most small businesses don't have an HR expert, but you don't need one to use Gusto. 
With great software and great service, you can focus on your business, not payroll or paperwork. You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, great benefits, and great service for your team. To help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive, a limited-time deal. Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. All you got to do is go to gusto.com slash strategy. I definitely have a desire to, you know, get back to a couple things I really enjoyed previously that I feel like we just put on the back burner either mostly I feel like because we were burnt out, not because they weren't working. And also like redefining like what? Well, for instance, just being more active in our Facebook group. And I do uh, specifically Mm -hmm. those lives that you're talking about, but also like taking care of Instagram. Like I love Instagram and I say a million times over that I want to work on it. And then I just get so tired and I'm like, I don't know what to say. And then I feel bad when I'm trying to sell you guys something, even though I literally, (laughs) I have not just you to feed and my family to feed, but like, we're talking like 12 people's families. And that's a lot of pressure. And so then I get like anxious about it all. So I think getting back to being more present in a way that's Mm -hmm. like comfortable, but also just like defining how we are showing up in various capacities. And then just like little things that I haven't necessarily even talked to you about, but are not difficult. We just need to tell someone to work on it. Like, for instance, we've been making these videos for Facebook for a while, but have any of them been uploaded to YouTube? No. No. Could they be on a regular basis? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So, like... I mean, that would help. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. I mean, here, here is the plight of our existence every single day. And I think this is the root of every conversation of like, oh, better and this and I wish and that is we have so much goddamn content that we do not use to its fullest advantage. We let it sit. We do it and then it sits. We do it and we feel like there's 75 other things we could do with it. And then we just shut down and we mm-hmm. don't. So... I feel like that being a big 2019 resolution of like truly, like I feel like if you imagine these gauges filled up, right, of all of our content and like doing it like makes the needle go up to here, but like using it to its fullest advantage, like turns the whole thing green. We're like in the red. All of it's bad. So bad. bad. I literally just talked about this yesterday when you had a sick kid. The podcast is episode 293 for those of you who are curious about like, how to, I mean, we talked a lot about media, but then once you have media exposure, like utilizing it. And I mean, guys, we were in freaking Forbes and Inc. last year. And I think we talked about it literally one day. Yeah. Did you guys know that? The only people who bring that up still, do you, are you ready for this? Are my dad's friends. (laughs) If I like see them over at my dad's house or like, I don't know, 
Oh yeah. Somehow see that they messaged Jared's me or whatever. Uncle was like yeah. so impressed. He's yes. like, you were like in force. I don't know what it is about middle-aged <laughs> dudes, but they're super impressed that we so we so in the move, right? Here's a funny story for you guys. And this dude is not middle-aged, he's younger than me, but he's in insurance. So aren't all insurance guys just middle-aged by at heart, right? So <laughs> doesn't matter how old you are, you are 43. <laughs> So we had to, we like got new homeowners insurance, right? And so the guy came over to our house and was just like chatting with us about our policy and blah, blah, blah. And he's in my dad's networking group because he's in homeowners insurance. My dad's a realtor. And so they're all in the same networking group. And so my dad also has a hard time, like a lot of people, truly explaining what it is that we do. Because if you don't really get this kind of niche of the world of the internet, it, it is hard to kind of grasp. And so he, my dad, bless his soul, just says that we're in marketing. Like that's what I do. We're in marketing. And like at the root of it, that is what we do, right? But then people read that as I like, I'm good at marketing and I teach people how to be good at marketing so I could teach you how to grow your marketing and whatever, which is absolutely not what we do. And so they hear the word marketing and then they go find us on Instagram and see that we have over 30,000 followers. So then they want me to come in and teach them how to grow on Instagram. And I'm like, bitch, I don't know how to grow on Instagram. I hate it. And so anyways, he's at my kitchen table and he's like, I need you to come over to our networking group. I might have to like pick your brain a little bit about marketing, which y'all know how I feel about that phrase. I hate it. And I, so I literally said to him, my husband's across the table who is now going to die of embarrassment from what I'm about to say. And I look at this kid and I said, you can't afford me. And he looked at me like I was joking. And I was like, no, really, you can't afford me. I'll send you some podcast episodes and some blog posts though. And he was like, oh, well, oh, just super awkward. And so I called my dad afterwards and I was like, listen, here's what you need to start saying. And he goes, I cannot believe you told him that he couldn't afford you. I said, well, it's true. Oh, it's so funny you say that because literally this week, my husband comes home from work and he's like, okay, so my dad called me and there's this fundraiser for this organization that he like worked at or like went to as a kid. And they're raising money and Jared volunteered himself to like make the invitations and the, like all the like papery, like basically all the graphic design for the event, right? Volunteered himself or volunteered he, you? He volunteered himself and he did do it last year, but then he's like sitting down to do it and he's like, I have this idea for this logo. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's like, could you make this like spin and go inside of this little thing over here and turn into a chicken? <laughs> Not quite, but literally, I was like, are you kidding me right now? And uh-huh. I said, by the way, for you and only you, I'm 150 an hour. Yep. Yep. And that's my cheap rate. <laughs> and he was like, I'm volunteering. I said, I know. I know. you. It sounds like you need to find some money from somewhere. Go sell some Girl Scout cookies, bro. Uh-uh. I, I did like I did do no. it. And then I was like, I was, you know... I was like three quarters done and he's like, oh, I love it. And I was like, do not tell anyone that I worked on this. No, no, (laughs) no. When we first started volunteering for Junior League, I swore Abby to secrecy to tell them that I did not know how to operate a camera because I am not about... My husband asked me to take him a new headshot like once every couple months. And I'm like, bro, I'm going to invoice you. (laughs) I'm like, you want me to take out my camera phone? And... (laughs) 
exactly. I'll take it on my iPhone and pick tap go you. But then this is what he does. He comes out of the room in his underwear with a work shirt and a tie on. And so he's at my wall and I know he's not wearing any pants. So I'm having to take his picture from the neck up knowing that he doesn't have pants on. <laughs> so if you see any of my husband's headshots, I'm telling you this right you now. You have to picture you, him in his underwear. If you ever see a headshot of Brian's, Please know, 100%, he is not wearing pants. <laughs> My favorite thing ever. <laughs> He's wearing underwear, thank God, but no pants and black socks. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't so know what this episode that, was all, about. <laughs> all that to say, okay, so transitioning back to work, I think the big thing for us has been trying to redefine what is it that we like to do that doesn't feel like the things that we purposely hired people to stop doing. (laughs) Because I think for so long, we were just so tired. And it was like, let's hire someone to do blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, I can't even remember what it was. Was it? It was like a commercial or like a TED talk or who knows? Someone said something. Oh, no, it was a sermon at church, which makes it even worse. My husband, so the pastor's talking and he's like, are you just doing the bare minimum to get by? And my husband looks at me and I was like, don't you dare look at me like that. But some days it's so true for, Mm -hmm. I mean, for a lot of last year, there was not that I was sitting on my butt by no means, but it was like, what is the least Mm -hmm. I can do to operate this business at a profit? And like pay all my people well. Yep. Yep. And not that I want to go, I 100% I don't want to go back to that. But what I want to do is learn from that. And what is the happy medium of Mm -hmm. doing what I need to do so that I can pay everybody because I do really care about our team. But also what can I do that I actually enjoy? Yeah. What was your 2019 word of the year again? It was react. Oh, yeah. Mine was ease. So my thing is, what's the easiest thing to do that feels... And so easy for me is I don't have to like drag my feet to go do it. I'm excited about doing it. It might not be the easiest thing to anyone else, you know? Sure. But it's it's the thing that's like most fun, most invigorating. And like, if I go do this, it will fill up my gauge, right? Mm-hmm. And that to me is ease. For sure. Well, and I think watching a few of my friends do this, I know a couple of them have said, you know, they were kind of like anti-resolutions this year because of some like personal things that went on in their life. And whether they said that or not, like I knew why I had, you know, gosh, three friends in the month of December all miscarry. And like, I just watched what And it felt like such a reminder, like I've never been pregnant, but I have gone through medical things that felt like my world got turned upside down. And regardless of what it is that like brings you strife where you just don't feel like you can be your full self anymore, I think just giving yourself some grace and deciding what is it, regardless of what society is telling you you need to do, because... I feel like I've gone to the little bit of the extreme of like, I'm going to like work on losing weight and like do a cleanse and work out. But for (laughs) you guys, like it might be 
I'm just going to put on makeup or I'm just going to brush my hair or I'm going to wear pants. You don't have to wear pants, but you definitely don't want to have to wear pants in your headshot if you don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Optional all the time. All the time. Yeah. Just, you know, I hope this episode served you in some way, if anything made you laugh. But, you know, maybe ask yourself now that we're wrapping up the first month of 2019, what were the decisions that you made and actions that you made this month that felt really good to you? Were you slipping into some old habits of 2018 that you said you actually didn't want to go down for this year? And just use it as a check-in. Don't beat yourself up about it at all. Just move on. Just acknowledge what it is for what it is and decide to do something different or better next month if that's what you want to do. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built in collaboration features. So together you can see your finances, budget and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy-to-customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com.